Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The Chris and Amy Show, sponsored by St. Louis Cardinals Baseball. Cardinal tickets are on sale now and start at $55. Details at cardinals.com slash holiday. This is Doubtfire. It's coming to the fabulous Fox, and it's happening December 26th through January 7th, so right after Christmas, you can go see Mrs. Doubtfire, the musical, and you can get tickets at fabulousfox.com. The Quiver River Electric guest line is open, and joining us now is Aaron Kaburik, who plays Frank Hillard in this musical, which is happening at the Fox, coming up here very, very soon. And Aaron is with us on KMOX. Hey, it's good to have you with us this morning. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I'm thrilled to be here. I grew up listening to KMOX, so it's exciting yes! to be on, on your uh, on your station. And it, just so you know, I have passed through Carlinville, Illinois, multiple times. <laughs> we, I have stopped at that train stop that's not even a station. Many, exactly. many times. Well, I tell you what, next time, stop in and go get some, some nice, hit one of our establishments and get some nice food in Carlin, but there's good food there. Oh, well, actually, one of my funniest stories of coming from uh, Chicago to St. Louis on the Amtrak Thanksgiving, they kicked a drunk guy off the train at Carlinville. And it was like 1030 at night, and he just he was yelling at everybody and said, I'm going to go to that McDonald's. There's a McDonald's there, and as soon as he started yep. walking that direction, they shut the lights off. So That was, that was my brother, Alan. Okay. Yeah. 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 So did he get home okay? Because I've always worried about Yeah, he's about... fine. Okay. He's fine. He's doing great. <laughs> Fantastic. That's awesome. Okay, so I remember Mrs. Doubtfire, the movie coming out, and everybody watching it, and it's just this kind of this fascinating movie, I think, especially for a kid watching it. You see it differently even as you become an adult, and now it's a musical. How fun has it been or challenging has it been taking such an iconic film with such iconic actors and then bringing it to the stage? Oh my gosh. It has been a pure joy from start to finish. Uh, I've been a part of the show since the initial workshops in 2019 and our writers, Wayne and Carrie Kirkpatrick and John O'Farrell and our director, Jerry Zaks, they've done a remarkable job of taking this iconic piece, as you said, and transforming it, you know, bringing it up to date to our current times. You know, when it came out, cell phones didn't exist. The internet was not around. So, so much has changed since then. So it's much more current and modern, but still quite familiar to the original uh, piece that we all know. And I I get to play the role that Harvey Firestein did in the movie, uh, which is uh, a little bit bigger as well. They've given uh, that character, they've made him and his husband uh, much more, um, uh, much, much bigger characters in this musical, and uh, which is 
a blast. I mean, we have, we get to walk on stage and just make people laugh every night, which is pure joy. It's, it's wonderful. Okay. I don't know if this is a spoiler, so you can Uh-oh. abstain from answering. <laughs> but do you get to say the iconic line, honey, I'm so happy. Uh, <laughs> well, I tell you what, I don't. Oh. It's a bummer. I don't. <laughs> I wish, but there are so many other iconic lines yes. that audiences will will be very excited about, um, and I hopefully get to say some new iconic lines <laughs> that maybe will live on as the musical has a future down the road. <laughs> yeah, and this is this movie is thirty years old now. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it until you know we were we were talking about um, you know having you on. And it doesn't, I guess it doesn't feel to me anyway, like it has been that long. That's a, that's a long time ago. And then to, to, to try and reproduce it for the stage, I, I would imagine is somewhat difficult to do. Yeah. I mean, nothing will make you feel older, right. Than hearing that it's 30 years old. I know. (laughs) I think, Oh gosh. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure, you know, when the writers sat down, they had to look at it and say, okay, which parts of this movie call for a song? Where do we feel like we can, you know, break into a song and a dance. And, uh, and I think it'll be really exciting for audiences. I know it's exciting for audiences because we've been doing it for a while to, to see where those moments are. And, uh, and also to get to see the incredible Rob McClure take on the beast, of a role that Robin Williams, uh, you know, made the footprint of. And Rob is just unbelievably remarkable in, in the role. Yeah. That has to be very difficult because people who you're going to have a lot of people who have not seen that movie because like I said, you know, it's, it's been 30 years. So you'll have a lot of younger people who haven't seen it. um, And maybe some people don't really remember, but for those who do, Remembering Robin Williams in a bigger than life mm-hmm. person, not just a character, but him as a person, it has to be kind of difficult to follow that too. Yeah, I think what's what's terrific is there's a scene very early in a musical uh, between Rob as Daniel Hillard at the time, before we introduced the Mrs. Doubtfire character, and the character of Wanda, the social worker, played brilliantly by uh, Romel de Teron Benjamin. And Rob has to do one impersonation after another. And I think it's, it's about 10 minutes into the show. And it's, I think right at that moment that the audience's shoulders relax, those who are there to see the Mrs. Dalfire they know and love. And they go, ah, we're going to be taken care of this guy. Rob McClure gets what Robin Williams did and is making it his own, but also feels like an homage to him. Um, And from that point on, I think people, not that they forget Robin Williams, because how can you, but they just fall in love with Rob's performance and they say, Hey, we're going to take that journey with him and, and see this new experience of Mrs. Doubtfire. Do you think most people, when they go to see the musical, they kind of get that point that this isn't a remake of the movie. This is a reimagining. This is taking it to the stage and performing it in front of real people in real time. So it's just a it's a different version, a different interpretation of it rather than a straight up line for line remake. Oh, definitely. And I I have to say, I can't tell you how how many times I, I can sneak out with the audience after the show. And I I. Almost every night I hear someone saying, oh, my gosh, that was so much better than I expected. (laughs) And I think they go in expecting one thing just because of the movie. And then they get incredibly moved by this piece that really is quite funny, but highlights the heart of this family trying to um, move forward uh, amidst um, a broken family. And, you know, it's about a, a, a couple that gets divorced. And how do you? Uh, handle uh, moving forward as a family after divorce. 
that must happen a lot, don't you think, when a a musical or a stage production is based on a movie that's been a popular movie that people go into it thinking, ah, this can't this can't possibly be as good. And then a lot of times it ends up being as good, if not better. Yeah. Oh, I think so. I mean, you know, it's uh, it, uh, without going too much into musical theater history, people think about like, oh, another movie to stage remake. But it, it's sort of in the olden days when musical theater started, uh, musicals were based on plays um, and, and play. So it's it's just sort of the transition of how theater has been. Now, there a lot of them are based on movies and and I think this one's a pretty good one, if I may say so myself. What have been some of the most memorable moments so far for you? Well, I mean, with my history of Mrs. Dalfire, I mean, number one, I will say that we, so we opened, we did our first three performances in March of 2020. Oh, yeah. There you <laughs> go. And oh, then man. everything shut down. And our producer assured us when Broadway reopens, we'll be back. So we came back in the fall of 2021. And that first performance, having a, a live audience uh, just, you know, scream and cheer. I mean, it was so moving. It was, it was incredible. So I would say that was, you know, the top in terms of my Mrs. Doubtfire journey because it was to know our, our industry was recovering was was a, a relief and a pure joy. Like so many people, your job is dependent upon being uh, with a crowd. And when you're going through a time where there can't be any of those, how were you how are you handling that? Not just I don't mean financially, I mean, just, you know, having to to navigate through that and not be able to do this production and do the thing that you love doing. Oh, it was, it was, it was awful, quite frankly, because you start to think about your life too. You think, Oh my gosh, what is this career that I'm doing? Uh, should I be doing something that helps people more than what I'm doing? And, uh, but you, what I ultimately came to realize was that was a time for us to step back and for other people to step forward as the helpers and now we're moving forward into a time where we can make people laugh and we can make people help people find joy and 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 people need that these days. So then you go, oh, my gosh, my, my time to help is back. <laughs> and that that feels great because um, it was a, it was a hard time for the for the folks in the theater industry. Definitely. Will you see people, your uh, your Carlinville family and friends? Oh, my gosh. The calendar I have. <laughs> I have somebody at about every single show. And I'm telling you now, if anybody's coming to the January 5th performance, oh it will be uh, probably a raucous evening because there's almost 200 people from Carlinville coming that evening. Oh, so oh my gosh. That's yeah, like 10% it's, it's of exciting. the whole building. <laughs> I know. I know. The Fox can, can send me a, a thank you basket, definitely. Or my father, I should say. <laughs> wow, That's 200 awesome. people. All right. Will you be extra yeah. nervous for that or extra excited or neither? Or? Oh, I think I'll be excited. Yeah. I think I'll be more excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been doing the show long enough now that I, I, I hopefully won't be too nervous. I'll be only nervous that everything goes exactly as planned. But I guess if it doesn't, that's what makes live theater exciting as well. <laughs> but well, no, it'll be a fun evening. We, we have heard that it's fantastic. And of course, you will enjoy being back here in the St. Louis area. I guess fairly close to Carlinville. Uh, what, about 90 minutes away? Something like that? Uh, about Maybe. Just a little over an hour. A little over an hour. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. It, it's going to be great. Again, you've got a huge contingent coming on the January 5th show. The, the show <laughs> goes from December 26th through January 7th. Tickets are available at fabulousfox.com. Aaron Kaburik. 
plays Frank Hillard in the production. He is a Carlinville, Illinois native, and it was great to have you on the show today. Thank you. Thanks so much, Chris and Amy. I appreciate it. That is Aaron Kaburik, again, with Mrs. Doubtfire, the musical, starting the day after Christmas. That'll be very, very cool. 200 nice. people from the hometown. That's wonder, awesome. Wonder if they, get, they must they have to have gotten go, a bus. I would want to go to that show because you know the crowd's going to be into it and just cheering, and it would be a lot of fun. You have to get a couple buses, right? I think. How far is Carlinville? Like, just, it's like over an hour, like you said. I mean, you've got... Uh, it's here's what I remember. It is the first Amtrak stop before Springfield. When you're leaving Alton, Illinois, mm-hmm. which is where I used to leave from, um, Alton, you stop at Carlinville. Next stop is Springfield. So it's halfway between. I can get the road pony. I've taken the, the road. road pony. Oh. I've taken the road pony. How about the mega bus? Cost a well, dollar. The mega bus. They can't. That doesn't go to Carlinville and back. What do you mean? Does Doesn't? It? I don't know. I thought it just went to Chicago. That's what makes it the Megabus. Well, it has to make stops. I don't think it does. So it's just a dollar to go all the way to Chicago <laughs> with no stops? I think so. It's not a dollar. It's a dollar. It's like $50. Anyway, go see it. FabulousFox.com. Mrs. Doubtfire, the musical, starts the day after Christmas. It's Chris and Amy on KMOX. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.